This portion of the Clip Notes podcast is brought to you by Tolly and Associates, Little Caesars of St. Joseph, John Anderson Insurance, Meyerhofer Funeral Home and Crematory, Miljavik Electric, Musser Construction, Greg Kastner, Voice of the Bishop of Blood Golden Eagles and the St. Joseph Mustangs, Brett and Angie Lawson, Travis and Amber DeBoard, Jason and Mary Watkins, Matt and Jenny Busby, Brian and Rebecca Viertaler, Fruit and Thought Primary Care, the Michelle Cook Group, Russell Book and Bookball 365, Beast Tees and Embroidery, Janelle Glidewell of Light Star Financial, KT Logistics, Hicks and Klein Funeral Home, James L. Griffin Law Firm of Maysville, Toby Prusman of Premier Land and Auction Group, Barnes Roofing, the St. Joseph School District, Patrick Lyle Insurance, Sitos, and the Hi Ho Bar and Grill. Thank you guys so much for your contribution to the Cliff Notes Podcast. And ladies and gentlemen, welcome everybody to the Cliff Notes Podcast. I'm your host, Clifton Groups. Tonight, it is Monday night, September the 25th, 2023. This is another edition of the Post Notes. It's our first weekday edition episode outside of football that we've had in a little while. We got a big show. We got some state rankings to run through. We got some players of the week to run through as well. We're going to go ahead and we're going to get started here on this podcast here. Let's go ahead and let's run down the football state rankings for the week starting in Missouri. Eight-man football, the week six poll was released this morning at number one still. All year long has been the Archie Whirlwinds. They are 5-0. and oh. They are number one in the poll. Number two, Platte Valley. They pretty much have held served at that two spot ever since week two, that win over Worth County back in week one. At number three, it is those Worth County Tigers at four and one. Plattsburgh is number four on the ranking. South Holt is fifth. Bramer is at the sixth spot. Nottoway Valley is at the seventh. Stanbury is at eight. Appleton City is in the ninth spot. Schuyler County rounds out the top 10 at number 10. Then we got the 11th and 12th teams. Albany at 11 and Concordia at 12. Couple of um, top 10 matchups this week to watch for in eight-man football as number two is number two Platte Valley hosts number five South Holt. And Worth County, number three, ranked Worth County, hosts eighth-ranked Stanbury. We'll have more on those on the Week 6 post-pregame show coming up later this week. The Missouri 11-man rankings also came out on Monday in Class 4. Savannah receiving six votes with a 5-1 record. Savages have picked up three straight shutouts on the season after their first loss of the season to East Buchanan. Maryville holding serve at their three spot after defeating Cameron on Friday night. Spoofhounds ranked just below defending 2A state champion Blair Oaks and number two ranked Seneca. East Buchanan still number two in the class two poll ranked just below number one ranked Lamar. Lamar received eight of the nine First place votes. The other first place votes went to the Bulldogs. In Class 1, North Platte holding serve at that three spot. They knocked off Class 2, Colorado ranked number three, ranked Conway Christian on Friday night. North Platte holding serve there at that three spot there in the rankings. Let's talk about the MIAA football athlete of the week, Missouri Western's Braden Wright. Had a big day for Missouri Western on Saturday. He accounted for three tackles, one pass breakup, and two forced turnovers. The senior also forced a fumble deep in Fort Hayes territory, leading to a touchdown to put Missouri Western up 21 to nothing. In the fourth quarter, he also picked off Fort Hayes quarterback Jack Dawson deep in the end zone and ran that back for a touchdown. That was one of the longest plays in Missouri Western history. Congratulations to Braden Wright.
on that honor. High school volleyball action tonight. Bishop LeBlanc and East Buchanan battling in a big-time matchup of top class two programs. LeBlanc took the matchup 3-1. to one. East Buchanan was able to win the first set 25-21, to 21, but the last three sets went to the Golden Eagles as they won set 226-24. 25 to 16 in the third set, and then rounding out the match, winning 25 to 17 in the fourth set there in Gower. We also have postgame from this matchup. We're going to start that off by hearing from Bishop LeBlanc volleyball coach Kim Huss. Coach, coming out, you know, obviously, you know, every single year it seems like East Buck versus LeBlanc, it's a big game for district seeding when you're talking about Class 2, District 16. Um, just talk about what you felt like, felt like of the team's performance tonight. I thought our team performed pretty well. There were facets of the game where we still have to improve a lot as we head towards postseason. But there were some things that we hadn't done last week in our losses that we came back and we did pretty well tonight. Just talk about, you know, obviously, you know, um, no team wants to lose, but, you know, losing those first two games of the season last week. Just talk about what you felt like you've learned from this team from those two games. I'll tell you what, uh, despite the losses, I thought the losses were, if you can ever come out of a loss and you think, oh, man, that was a really good loss. I thought our match versus Savannah was a good loss for us. There was statistically not much. It was just small little things that we didn't do well. And we know how to rebound after that. And then, you know, playing St. Pius, they're traditionally, you know, a very strong program. And they play a lot of bigger schools. They're going to be class four for districts this year, I think. So um, we knew going down there. And we took a set from them. So that was kind of a big deal. We got some young kids in the mix that night. And so, um, you know, everybody has things to work on. But I feel pretty good about how we came out uh, today, especially on a Monday and got this one tonight. Uh, just talk about, you know, um, you know, dropping that first set 25 to 21. You know, what do you feel like was the key in taking those last three sets, especially that third set where you really came out, really asserted yourselves? I think it's just communication and controlling the unforced errors. We weren't communicating very well on the passing in the first set. And we needed to, we needed to control what was happening on our side of the court. Um, and once we did that, we felt pretty confident. Maddie, moving forward. Uh, Maddie and Ryland, I felt like, you know, they were kind of even as far as kills. You know, just talk about, you know, the play of those two, especially here on the front line. We needed both of them to have a big uh, night tonight, and they're kind of key to our communication and, and get everybody going. And whenever the setter can be confident about who she's putting the ball up to, it, it bodes well for everyone on the team. I'll tell you what, your guys' schedule, no rest for the weary Thursday night. Um, tough game at Benton. I mean, you know, Benton's one of the top teams in the MEC. Just talk about what you feel like, you know, your team. What do you want to see from your team heading into that game on the south side Thursday night? I just want to see our team continue to improve. Um, I want us to take in these tough matches that we have coming up both Thursday night and Saturday and just improve on things that we haven't been able to see you know, it's hard to improve on certain uh, aspects of the game depending on the competition that you have. And so when you go up against good teams, you have the opportunity to improve the little things that you might not be able to improve in practice. Coach, thank you. Coach Huss, thank you so much again for joining me on the podcast. Congratulations on the win tonight, and All we'll right. see you again soon. Thank you, Cliff. Also, I'll tell you what, what a day for um, sophomore Ryland Connard. Connard had a very high amount of kills. It seemed like... We heard her name almost every other person tonight on the announce on the announcer PA just having a big day for the Golden Eagles. We caught up with her after the game to talk about their big win over East Buchanan. 
Rylan, you know, just talk about that game tonight. You know, really, really good district opponent. Um, seating on the line here for Class 2, District 16. Just talk about um, what you feel like about the team's performance tonight. I'm really proud of our team after everything that we did last week. I'm really proud of how we worked at practice last week and how we came and we worked together. I'm really excited to see what this season holds and, yeah, ready for Benton on Thursday. What do you feel like, you know, right now? You talked about that week last week. You know, played a couple tough opponents in Saint Savannah and St. Pius. You know, what do you feel like this team really learned from those two games, um, some adversity? Yeah, I mean, Savannah and St. Pius, they are great teams. But I think that we learned that we just need to rely on each other and that we have to work really hard together to get that victory. You know, just talk about your night tonight. You had a you had a bunch of kills up here tonight. It seems like they called your name like every other time. It seemed like just um, talk about your play tonight and just talk about what you were feeling out there tonight. I mean, it just felt great. I mean, I don't think it's about me. I'm really proud of our teammates, and we really work together. And I'm really just proud of how we adapt with each other. And this team is just something really special that we have this year. And I really love these girls that I play with. They're my best friends, and I love this team. Dropping the first set there, what do you think was the key to this team, you know, taking the final three? Um, I just think it was like, okay, it's go time. Like, we got to go. We can do it, and we're going to go win this team. We're not going to go down without a fight. Ryland, thank you so much. Congratulations on the win. We'll see you soon. Thank you so much, Claire. All righty, other high school volleyball scores tonight. How about Lathrop giving St. Joe Christian a run for their money? Mules take the Lions to five sets, but, uh, but St. Joe Christian able to come up on top in that one three sets. The two, Maryville sweeps Lafayette in three sets this evening in Maryville. Cameron over Carrollton in three sets. Chillicothe over Marshall. That was also in three sets. Another three sets to nothing matchup. Maybe a kid defeating Orc. How about junior Lexi Ferguson for the Dragons picking up her 1,000th career assist on the evening? Congratulations, Lexi, on that honor. Also another three nothing matchup. Plattsburgh over Wellington. Napoleon in straight sets. Trenton over Brookfield, three to nothing. Nottaway Valley knocking off South Harrison, three sets to one. And North Nottaway over Maysville, three sets to one. High school softball tonight. West Platte over Bishop LeBlanc, nine to four. Worth County walks off on Maryville in the seventh inning, four to three. How about another walk off? Penny defeating Chillicothe, six to five. Platts were continuing their success on the season, to shutting out the cab, ten to nothing. South Harrison and North Platte battle. Of top ranked, top state ranked teams, South Harrison beats the North Platte Panthers five to two. Trenton over Lathrop fourteen to five. Princeton over Milan six to five. Albany over Putnam County two to nothing. Gilman City over Maysville five to four, and Pattonsburg over Stewartsville Oswald six to five. Boys soccer results tonight. How about Central picking up a big conference win over North Kansas City three? To two girls tennis score central edging out Savannah five to four. How about LeBlanc over Maryville seven to two? Another seven to two score Bitten over Trenton Lafayette County over Cameron eight to one, and then Marshall over Chillicothe six to three. Let's go ahead. Let's run down NBC golf tournament was today in Chillicothe. How about the Maryville girls golf team finishing with a team score of three thirty two? To win the MEC, they had the top four individual medalists on the day. That including the individual champion, Kaylin Offert, shooting at 86. Elena Parga shot at 84. Casey Phillips shot at 85. And Ainsley Watkins shot at 87. Also, Lauren Jaster also finished in the top 10. She finished shooting a 93. Congratulations to the Maryville girls golf team 
on winning the MEC Golf Tournament earlier this afternoon. That will do it for tonight's edition of the podcast. Hope you guys had a great rest of your evening, and we will see you guys back here tomorrow night for another edition of the Post-It Notes.